and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So hello folks and welcome to another episode from the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward in the virtual Sales Chat Show studio. Mr. Graham Jones, Mr. Phil Jessen and I'm Simon Hazeldean, the Sales Chat Show posse, meeting virtually to get these episodes out to you during this challenging COVID-19 period. Uh, this might be might be a bit of a controversial episode. Um, This one is entitled, Why is sales always seen as the poor relation to marketing? Are we really second-class citizens out there, folks? Now, this is this episode's inspired Graham. You have a little bit of research. Is it Harvard Business Review to share with us? Yeah, Harvard Business Review sent me a a slide deck um, which has got 50 slides in it and these are the 50 top selling articles that they have ever produced so when people you know pay for to download an article or want reprints of articles or whatever this is the the ones that have sold the most and remember the harvard business review has been going for i can't remember how long but a very very long time and uh, i looked at the 50 and I thought, I wonder how many of these are to do with sales. Because obviously, if a business doesn't sell anything, it's a hobby. It's not a business. Yeah, So you've got to sell stuff. So sales, are, as every salesperson knows, absolutely fundamental to the success of a business. Well, out of the 50, there are only two categorized in sales and marketing. And when you look at those two, neither of them are about sales. They're both about marketing. And then I thought, well, what else is there? So out of the 50 articles, 17 are about leadership. Uh, there's several more about strategy. And when I looked at the leadership ones, none of them are about sales. They're about other aspects of leadership. So actually, out of the whole of the 50 top articles that Harvard Business Review have ever been able to sell, there's nothing really there specifically about sales. And yet, without sales, no business exists. But is that because, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to get hate mail from marketers with me. Such a, sim, <laughs> such a, such a simplistic definition. But marketing, you know, creates a prospective customer. Selling turns a prospective customer into a paying customer. Very simplistic. Is it just that marketing comes first? So that's that's why, you know, why is why is it or, you know, yeah, but, sales yeah. seen as some dirty dark art or or i mean it might be but you know marketing and sales are integrated yeah but then strategy and marketing is integrated um and finance and sales and marketing is integrated so this whole notion of dividing them up into silos in the first place is bonkers because without a finance department you haven't got a sales department without a marketing department you can't do sales without sales you can't do research and development so the, the notion that salespeople should be separate in some way is is a bonkers notion. Mm. Uh, it needs to be, everything needs to be integrated. But what happens is 
I think salespeople are really good at selling. Yeah, that's what they do. They go out and they go out and sell. So they're not really in the office very much. They're out selling. And if they are in the office selling on the telephone, they're so busy selling on the telephone, the other people don't see them very much. So they're kind of a bit isolated. And also, they really only produce one set of figures. They produce a set of figures which says, this is how much we sold. Mm. That's it. It's raw, one-dimensional kind of stuff. Whereas marketing produces lots of pretty charts about, you know, where people went on the website and who said this and what words they used, and they can produce an endless array of analytical information which they can connect to the kind of advertising or promotion work they've done to prove that one piece of advertising was better than another. It doesn't so prove it sold anything. No, but, but also I, I wonder, you know, from a, from a sort of a credibility point of view. So we're, we're folks, we're, we're based in the UK and um, we have a chartered institute of marketing. There is a yeah. professional body for marketing based in, uh, based in Cookham at, Mo at Moore Hall. And uh, one of the Royal family, I think is the patron or something like yeah. that. We don't have a chartered institute of selling, <laughs> you know, no. we never, you know, and so we have a chartered management institute. Yes, yes. CMI, Chartered Management Institute, but there's no Chartered Institute for selling. And when we were chatting before we came in, yeah, Phil, you made the point, didn't you? Uh, marketeers tend to be more qualified than salespeople. Yeah, Ooh, talk I, about hate mail for this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I can remember uh, reading years ago something that was called the Alternative Business Dictionary. Um, yeah. And I think it basically said... Uh, a marketing manager is a salesperson with a college education. Um, and I think there is some, I think there is some truth in that. I think there is probably a bit of a, uh, an intellectual arrogance around the fact that uh, a lot of marketing people have got the desk based qualifications. And of course, salespeople uh, by and large uh, have that fantastic ability to, get things to happen. Uh, many of them are, are street fighters that will get stuck in and produce a result and come back battle scarred, uh, knowing that they're going to get very little recognition from anybody in the office whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think there is, I think there is that sort of um, intellectual arrogance. Uh, also in the UK, you sometimes come across it between people that have been privately educated and state educated. And yes. I think it's not, it's not dissimilar, really. There is a, there's an underlying envy as well, I think, from, uh, from, from the marketing side that they haven't quite got that ability that salespeople have got, although they have got the qualifications. I think it's also, the, to, to, sorry, go on, Graham. Far I was going to say that in the work I do in the academic world, you know, the the university that I work at, we have uh, an undergraduate degree in marketing. Uh, we have uh, two postgraduate degrees that are associated with marketing. Uh, the psychology department has some stuff, you know, a degree with psychology and marketing. Uh, the MBA includes lots of marketing. We haven't got a degree in sales. Yeah, and when you look at most universities, most universities will have lots of different academic programs involving marketing, 
but nothing really on sales. And I teach a module on sales for the enterprise degree. And I have not been able to track down a textbook on sales. Mm. I'm overrun with textbooks on marketing, which might include a chapter on sales, but there isn't a textbook, an academic textbook on sales. And when you look at where the research on sales is, a lot of that is in marketing journals. Mm. So the marketing is seen as a academic proper subject and sales is even in the academic world and also ran. I think, yeah, and, I, and I think it's it's up to us as salespeople to change that, isn't it? And yes. Um, yes. sales can be seen as a dirty word, but mm-hmm. the, the, the definition of selling that I've always loved is influencing with integrity. Mm. And I think that's a fabulous definition. It's, it's, it's not a grubby dark art it's a very skillful thing that is underpinned with a lot of integrity yeah and i think i think that was the that was where i was kind of going is this dark art is i think to 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 graham's you know the marketeers sort of in the office all they ever see really of the salespeople is often at sales meetings when they i suppose the perception is the salesperson pulls into the car park in their quite nice smart company car and they come in the office in their nice suit although obviously more casual dress code is becoming the norm nobody's actually quite sure what it or understands what it is these practitioners of the dark arts are doing when they're out when they're outside of the office and i think also if you think probably i would estimate that most ceos <clears throat> sorry, a a significant percentage of CEOs will probably be CFOs before they come. It's quite common for a CFO to become become a CEO, but you don't, you know, it's only fairly recently chief sales officers or chief marketing officers have even been considered or chief revenue now sometimes. But therefore that means, you know, what does the average CFO understand about sales? And, And it's no criticism. It's just not their area of professional responsibility. So you do wonder... You know, I, I suppose my my encouragement and challenge to our listeners is what do you think the perception is of sales inside your organization and, and what could the sales community be doing to raise its profile of what we do as professional people, you know, and how vitally important sales is to link back to Graham's comment. If you're not selling anything, you've got no revenue coming in. So there's nothing for the CFO to, team to be uh, analysing. You know? well, most of my experience with CFOs suggests that they spend a lot of their time trying to work out how to reduce salespeople's bonuses and incentives that their people don't get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think, I think also, um, you know, you, I think we've just got to confine to the pages of history, this sort of slightly acrimonious relationship between marketing and sales. You know, I used to have a colleague who would refer to marketing as the colouring in department. And, you know, that sort of phraseology just doesn't have any place in a professional organisation because that's been really, I understand a bit of fun in the workplace, but that also is not, not being in any way respectful towards the profession of marketing and all salespeople think they're experts in marketing and I'm not sure they are because you know you know how well do you understand marketing before you start criticizing your colleagues so you know I think definitely we should be professionally politely flying the flag for for sales well Um, I'd say that if salespeople were experts in marketing then the sales department would be better marketed internally. 
yeah. the fact that it kind of <laughs> yeah. is seen yeah. as they also ran in many instances yeah. yeah that department is not being marketed properly so i think one of the things that sales managers and sales directors should do is talk to their marketing colleagues about how can they market yeah. their department internally to re-establish its importance yeah, and make and make those connections across the business. And for goodness gracious, folks, we're professional influencers and persuaders. So why don't we apply some of this expertise we have inside our own organisations to build those effective relationships and change people's perceptions? When's the last time you invited one of the marketing team to come out with you to meet some customers? You know, get them out and they'll, they'll benefit because they'll see... I mean, some of the great marketeers I've worked with would want to do that on a regular basis anyway, you know, and we, we forge some great working relationships. So, you know, I think there's a responsibilities on both sides, but we can only start with ourselves first, can't we? So, yeah. So we were just on behalf of the sales. This is our new mission. I think a sales chat show podcast, not, not just driving your sales forwards, but driving the reputation of sales forwards inside your organization. So be you're an ambassador for your company outside with your customers. So why don't you be an ambassador for the sales function inside your organization and build those relationships, raise the profile of sales as a, as a profession. And, um, you know, we're professional persuaders. So let's apply those skills to persuading inside as well as outside the organization. Any other, any other thoughts, gentlemen, before we draw to a close? Well, I've I, I just realized that having said that there's no textbook on sales, it's about time I wrote one then, isn't it? Really? Yeah. So well, I, there's uh, an opportunity. Professor yeah. Jones, I think, I think that, I, so any publishers listening in, if you would like to contract Mr. Jones for the uh, textbook on sales, then uh, he is available he has written quite a lot of books in the past so he does know what he's doing so yeah, i, I think spell. he can spell yes so i would look forward to seeing the uh, the sales textbook on gracing the shelves of academia in the future mr jones so good 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 mr jesson uh, yeah i i, I once worked with a, a chief executive who said um he could describe the difference between his marketing and the, his sales team as follows and he said my marketing team is ready aim fire and my sales team is ready fire aim and uh, within those within yeah. those within those two methodologies and languages of course it's really about getting closer to each other to understand each other's yeah, yeah. problems, pressures, and priorities. I think those are the three yeah. P words that often go badly wrong in organizations. People don't deliberately set out to make somebody's life awkward, but it's often yeah. a misunderstanding about somebody else's problems, pressures, and priorities. So the odd little uh, job swap every now and again, half a day with a colleague, yeah, a reciprocal arrangement that that's really what organizations need to do. Yeah, I was asked and it was a great it was a fantastic learning experience for me. I used to I used to be an account manager for for some distributors and um I was uh, I was sort of promoted to a new job which was then put on hold for 6 months because they um somebody had unexpectedly left in the marketing team and I was asked to do six months secondment, getting the distributor marketing promotional activity and everything ready for the new year. 
what an incredibly valuable six months that was to sort of go the other side, see and learn and understand the the disciplines of marketing. You know, I definitely, I think that made me a better salesperson when I came, when I came back out and, and, uh, and took up my, my new, new position. But yeah, I would recommend it, recommend it very, very, um, very, very strongly. Good, good thing to do. Definitely. So folks, thank you for listening. Please make sure you're flying the flag for our profession of uh, professional persuaders. And uh, this episode plus um, 160 or so all available um, on the saleschatshow.com website or from wherever you choose to get your podcast. We are uh, available in all the major podcast platforms. So a massive library now of uh, episodes for you to listen to and to learn from so in these uh, challenging covid situations we obviously want to wish you good luck and good selling and also very importantly please make sure you stay safe and we look forward to being with you on another episode very soon good luck good selling and thank you for listening You have been listening to an episode of The Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at The Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 